good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time of this recording. It is July 22nd, and this is episode 45 of the Restricted Zone podcast. And I'm with my fellow usual co-host, and I'm here with a very special guest. Let me introduce my fellow co-host first. Uh, Kyrie, introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's going on, fellas? How's it going? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lodge, introduce yourself, man. What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's having a good day. Big facts. Yo, and then I want to introduce uh, this special guest. His name is Kendrick. Uh, we went to high school together. He's a recently graduated from Penn State University. He has a degree in journalism, so he knows the sports, and I'm very excited for him to hop on here. Kendrick, introduce yourself, man. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Kendrick. I'm glad to be here. Hopefully, y'all enjoy the conversation that we have. Absolutely, and I can't wait for it. It's time to dive in. Strictly basketball. It's a lot of basketball in the next few episodes. Pre in the last episode, in episode 44, we all made our predictions of whether or not the Bucks will be the crowning champions of the NBA Finals. And in this episode, as we can see from the past events, they are your 2021 NBA champions. Uh, a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of the Bucks. I'm a fan of the the Greek Freak. You know, uh, although I thought his game was kind of a little bit outdated, but he showed that he was able to accomplish what he wanted to do, what's the goal of most, most NBA players is to win a championship. And he did that without a jump shot. And he hit his free throws. So now I want to go in and, and, and talk to my fellow Coles about from this finals, from this finals itself, what was some of the key things? What was the most interesting things and surprising things to you in terms of whether it was the team the team's defense, the team's offensive adjustments. Did you think the coaching played a major factor in the Bucks' win? I mean, you got to think about it. The Bucks did give them credit where credit's due. They they were down two games, and they went three straight. That's pretty hard to do. So give credit where credit is due. But I want to ask you guys, like, what's your thoughts on the, the game itself in game six? What did you thought was one of the key plays that kind of shifted the that shifted the change in the momentum to the Bucks, And, you know, it kind of led the Suns going down the road. So I want to actually start with the special guest, Mr. Kendrick, please. So tell me what was your thoughts on the NBA Finals and what was the, some of the key takeaways for you, in your opinion? Okay, so some of the key takeaways was just about the whole NBA Finals. It was just like, it was, first of all, it was nice to not see the typical people in the NBA Finals. I was actually ecstatic just to see two different teams that you don't see Steph Curry, LeBron. You don't see them. I mean, like, it's great that they get there and all that, but it's like, it's also refreshing to get something new. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so one of the key takeaways at first in the beginning of the series, I was actually seeing Suns in like five or six. That's what I was saying even before the final started. Cause I'm like, oh, these Suns are coming off hot. And the Bucks, yeah, they had a tough road. They played, you know, they was doing like they went to game seven, game six. They were struggling. The Suns were just running through people. And it was just like, you know, they were doing well. But I feel like what really set what really was the turning point in the whole in the series was between game, you know, three, four, and five. And it was just a difference in the play of Chris Paul that was the real real like deciding factor right there Chris Paul's play really dropped off after the first two games man Chris Paul's getting too man it's crazy he's getting a lot of backlash right now so and and like you know Devin Booker was doing Devin Booker things like he he can only do so much dropping 40 a game being like 
what, what else can, what else do I need to do? Like, do I need like he like do I need to drop 50, 60? But at a certain point, you know, you need help. It's not you can't just do it all by yourself. So I feel like really the key turning point in that whole series was the play of Chris Paul. And mm-hmm. that's what really swung the momentum in for the Bucks was the the down the, the downfall of Chris Paul, which means oh, it's only Devin Booker we have to worry about. That's easy if you only got to worry about one person. You we've seen past NBA Finals when when LeBron went there with the with the Cavaliers and he didn't have Kevin Love. I mean, I, yeah, Kevin Love or Kyrie. It was just Bron. Okay, that's easy. We only got to worry about one player, not a full team. So it was just the same thing. You only had to worry about Devin Booker. And you, if you let Devin Booker get his shine, but nobody else gets his shine, that's a that's a that's a way to win right there because it's like five players can stop one can outdo one player. So. My key thing is is Chris Paul, the downside of Chris Paul playing. So you, so you're, you're shifting the blame for the Suns. You, how much of a percentage? If you wanted to go into detail, how much would you percentage wise? What's Chris Paul percentage? You know, in, in the loss, what's his percentage? Percentage? Uh, like, man. what would you? How much of would you share the blame? Would you say seventy percent of the reason why they lost? Eighty percent? Oh, I ain't gonna go that high because you know it's, it's still a team game. It can't get, I ain't gonna go that high and be like just discredited everything and be like, oh, he like he was. I would give him majority. I give him sixty percent of it because like you a veteran and you you was really that key. He was really the key all season. Why the Suns were so that like the Suns turned it around. Like his presence alone helped DeAndre a- DeAndre Ayton help uh, Jay Crowder, Devin Booker. You know, Mikel, he helped the entire team, whether he was on the court or off the court. And and then just for him to, like, I don't know where, like, just game three and on, like, once he left home, he, it just, everything just broke down. It just, like, his game broke down. Hmm. That's a that's a, that's a sound, sound analysis. I want to swing it to Lodge. Listen, Lodge, man, I mean, the Bucks, the first title in 50 years, since 1971, I believe. So what this means for the Bucks moving forward? What do you think they could come back and get to that spot again? I think not personally because the competition is really going to heat up. But what this means for the Suns moving forward as well? Does Chris Paul leave the Suns? He says that he's running it back, but you know we don't know what's the next move. Is he staying with the Suns or not, or is he going to look for a new team? Does he join Bron and just try to get that ring he always wants? What you what, what's your thoughts? basically from what from this whole finals my bad Colin uh so first off to to answer your first question um I feel like the biggest like key key focal point in in the finals and in deciding who the winner was is honestly Giannis because considering all the adversity he was having first three rounds couldn't make free throws was playing horrible uh not horrible but he wasn't playing as as uh as productive away off, off the road, away from Milwaukee. And uh, I feel like the finals kind of, he kind of completely like shaved all that off with his free throws. Uh, his just his, his ability to get, get his teammates around him uh, better or quote unquote, well, not, not better, but put, putting them in, in better positions when, when he, when he's not able to uh, score, score as easily. So I feel like his, especially this last game, I think this is probably, it's safe to say for our, for like our generation, this is probably our best like closeout finals game we, we've ever seen. So it's fair. I, it's fair. So 
And as far as Chris Paul's uh, future, I feel like he stays in Phoenix now. Whether with Phoenix, I think they maybe have the push to sign somebody else, maybe another co-star or a, a sub-level all-star or, or a, a great role-playing piece that, that can kind of take some weight off of Chris Paul as well and kind of fill in with um, other holes they have which I also I feel like is an interior defense. I think they need a, uh, a premier rim runner that doesn't even need uh, like an offensive game. So when DeAndre Ayton's off the court, they can kind of like take a breath and just stick – protect the paint. Because honestly, I think the big for, – for the Suns, I wouldn't even say it was Chris Paul himself, but the fact that Dario Saras one got hurt early in the series and not being able to kind of take Ayton off when Giannis is on the court, you're pretty much having him guard Giannis full-time all four quarters, and you still need him to produce on the offensive end. And for mm -hmm. a person, he's young. This is only his third year in the league, and he's his first time in the finals. That's asking a lot. Now, don't get me wrong. He did play great he did this playoffs, these playoffs. But in my opinion, it was with, – with, with all the odds stacked up against him, I feel like it wasn't too, like – it wasn't as bad as people are trying to make it out. As far as DeAndre Ayton's performance, at the end of the day, he was he was going against Giannis. I mean, they are killing DeAndre Ayton. I'm not gonna lie. From the sports bloggers to you know the users on Twitter, just a casual, just an NBA fan in general. It's just a lot of disappointment with Ayton's performance. But like I said, it's his first time getting there. Experience triumphs. Well, the, well, the Bucks weren't experienced either, so ah, uh, it's just you know, it's just tough luck, you know. Just tough luck. I mean, Kyrie, with that being said, I want to really ask you. So, like what Lodge said, I want to piggyback what, what Lodge said, too, about the Greek freak, about, you know, how he had a monster performance and he had one of the best closeouts game. You know, 50 points, uh, I believe 15 rebounds, and I think he had five blocks. So, literally, he was a beast on and on both sides of the court. So I just want to ask you, what do you think, moving forward with the Bucks? do you think the Bucks could ever get that title again? Do you think they could ever get to the finals again? And what do you think it is for the Bucks moving forward? And what's their future like? Like Lodge says, you know, he thinks CP3 may be coming back for the Suns. Uh, I think it might be time for him. I don't know what more can he do with the Suns than what he did. And then, you know, he was only able to get that far due to a lot of injuries. You know, it's got to be put out there. A lot of people may seem like I'm trying to discredit it, but the injuries really play the factor for the Suns even get into the finals. So what's your thoughts on that, Kyrie? So like I said in the last episode, I definitely believe that the Bucks have a better chance than the Suns of making it back to the finals anytime soon. But I don't think those chances are high because, like you said, I think the odds are going to be stacked against them higher next season when a lot of players come back. And the Eastern Conference may be a little bit stronger than it was this year. So uh, I don't – I don't. I, I never want to count them out, but I'm going to say it's going to be it's going to be another uh, another long and hard battle like it was this season for them. Um, as far as Giannis, I think uh, my fault. What was the my fault? What was the other question that you had asked, Colin? About, uh, about, about, about Giannis. So basically, about about Giannis. Like, so I was one. I actually want to throw this in the view too. So a lot of people. At, it was a certain point. Last year, when Giannis got ousted out the second round, he was kind of given the old. Well, he's overrated. So, how where would you put Giannis now? Giannis in the whole situation in terms of a superstar status, would you think he's overrated, or you think he's absolutely justified as a two-time MVP and now world champion? Like, no, he's absolutely justified. Two-time MVP, um, defensive player of the year, most uh, most improved player of the year. 
five-time All-Star. Like, the list goes on. Now he's an NBA champion, finals MVP. He has that to his resume. So he's definitely he's definitely in the upper echelon of players that we have in our league right now, and de- deservedly so. And I think, and like I said, I don't count him out uh, leading the Bucks to another championship. I feel like a lot of people focus on a lot of things that Giannis can't do, like create a jump shot for himself, or like a or be a consistent three point shooter, or hit his free throws, which he struggled with up until Game Seven this series. But I think. We we have to we have to spread, uh, like shine the light on what he does do well and he and how he is able to take over a game, um at times, and and lead his team to to clutch wins like we seen this last game he dropped fifty points, uh have, he did on the defensive end with five blocks and I was always wanting to say that Giannis and the Bucks are at their best when he's a facilitator when he's getting guys like Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and the shooters like Pat Connaughton at one point Dante DiVincenzo open. And getting them open for threes, that's when I feel like they're at their best. But in this game seven, he showed that he's able to win. Chris Middleton isn't having the best offensive game, or Drew Holiday isn't having the best scoring game, to just simply take the game over and just have that will to win and that that sense of urgency and to just seal a game out like that. All right. Okay. That's pretty fair. And I like your statements. You made a lot of great points. I actually want to ask Kendrick this. Kendrick, so Kyrie – absolutely believes Giannis, he's a validated superstar, right? And you can also agree, you agree with that too, right? Is him being a, a valid superstar inside the league? Um, yeah, he's a, yeah, he, he's a superstar because he can go anywhere and make that team better. I believe that because that's what I believe with a superstar. Superstars, you, you can go on any team and make them better. However, I do say I think he plateaued. I do think this is the highest he's going to be. I, I don't think he might I don't think he's gonna win another MVP. Um I honestly Yeah, I don't think he'll win another MVP unless he turns it up and just puts you, you guys are wilding. You no, don't think I, what? Well y'all are wilding. Oh you think y'all just could win another MVP? I don't think so. Not nah nah. You nah. guys are wilding. I don't think I'm so. A, I'll defend my point. I was gonna defend reason why I wasn't just gonna say that without defending it, because that's just outrageous to say without no no nah, nah, definitely go ahead, go ahead. So, like, I, I think he won't win another MVP just because of the fact of how players are going to come back within these following years. Yeah, he's only 26, but if you look at everybody else who's even younger, like, come on, like, all right, if Brian, let's say, let's say, like, Brian, he, Brian's always going to be an MVP threat. You see Luca coming in now, he's going to be an MVP threat. Trey right. Young showed in these playoffs that he's going, he's slowly reaching that he's slowly reaching his way and making his way as, as young as he is, trying to make his way to a superstar level. Even though he's young, he he's shown it. Like these people are showing it. Like you seen Joel Embiid. Joel, uh, come on, jo- Jokic, like Jokic who just won the MVP. Like he's ah. Like you you see these people, and it's just like, and then Kevin Durant still there. Like these, you still got the old players. That's who's there, and you know that you know top of the line. That's always a threat, no matter what, just because of who they are. And then you got these young players there too. Like yo, like Giannis. Oh, Giannis is out here dominating, but he's only dominating on the inside. Like I can go. I can drop 30 or I can drop like he like, all right, he dropped 30 and it's all in the paint. But it's like, if you clog up the paint, you got to really Giannis forced to facilitate, but like you got players who can shoot, who can pass, who can do all those things and doesn't have to be so one dimensional. And I think that's where, that's where the downside is. He can only win another MVP if he truly becomes more multi-dimensional, more like he gets a more consistent jump shot. I'm not listening. What he's doing now is fine because it works. But he can't do that all his life. Like, look at how, like, uh, for for perfect examples, look at Bron. Bron used to 
Brown wasn't really that much of a shooter, but then as he got to the Heat and he went back to the Cavs, you see him start shooting more because he realized, I can't be going to the hole um, 30, 40 times a game and getting beat up the whole entire time. I'm not going to last that long. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like until he 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 does he won't win another one until he becomes more prominent of a jump shooter. He won't win another MVP until he becomes a more prominent jump shooter. Well, that is fair to your point. I, and, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen. Wait, Kyrie, hold on a sec. But wait, I want to ask Kendrick because I love what Kendrick said. So Kendrick, let me ask you this. You saw the Greek freak take over without a jump shot. And he he made his free throws, but let's be honest, how often is he going to be able to hit those free throws consistently at a good point? Obviously, if he trains over the offseason, that can always be changed. If you see the Greek freak able to dominate the game, take his team to the finals, also without a jump shot, don't you see as, well, hey, we got a player in Ben Simmons who does everything. Obviously, Ben Simmons isn't the Greek freak, but obviously he does everything. So you don't think that the Sixers could do that with Ben Simmons? and be able to go to the finals without a jump shot? Oh, no. See, what the problem is, though, in Philly, it's not about him not having a jump shot. It's honestly, it deals with outside of the, like, it deals with the fan base. That's who, that's who is the true enemy of Philly, of all Philly sports teams, but it's particularly the Sixers. The fan base is the true enemy of the team okay. because it's like, he's only 24. He just turned 25. He just turned 25 and y'all talking about some trade him, get rid of him. Like, you know, he's wait, he's a like he he's he, he's wasting Joe and B's talent. But you I'm looking like, bro, like Giannis just Giannis doing the same thing. Like Giannis can't make his three throws. Come on. You come on, you gonna be there all day. Who, who gonna be the first person to make 10 three throws in a row? Ben Simmons or Giannis? Honestly, I mean, he was seven for 19 last night, <laughs> the night before. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I went eight for eight one time. Like, it was a good day that day. Like, everyone. No, has- 17 for 19. He shot 19 free throws on the closeout game. and had 17 in the event. Yes, I'm just saying. But every dog has his day. Like, a broken clock is right twice Bro, a day. Bro, no. If you go back and look at the home game he played, no, no. like, you, it's not, like, it's not even comparable. Bro. It's not even comparable. Mean? What do you mean? All right, so this is the first, but like, all right, but he hasn't shown that consistently. He showed it consistently once. I need, I want consistency, consistency. Like, I wanted to go from the regular season into the playoffs, not just one time in the one in one series of the playoffs, because that was a negative. That could have hurt him. That could have hurt him earlier. That could have made him be the reason that they lost. It could have been. All right, but listen, but, but listen, you listen. If we're gonna if we're gonna put an age factor into all this. Giannis is only one year older than Ben. He's twenty six. So he's even he's amongst the age of all the guys that you named that are like in the MVP conversation too, which like was like part of my original point. But the difference is with Giannis is he's like he's shown at 26 and even before he was even like getting uh, like solid minutes in a rotation, he showed a willingness to shoot jumpers early in his career. He showed a willingness to try to create because he he was on a bad team and he took advantage. And he's still he's he's a, he's a what below what 28 29 percent three point shooter now. But it's this it's the difference is he's he's has the willingness and he has the ability to knock some down when he gets it high and when he gets it going. And he's had the the ability to knock down his free throws at a consistent rate too when he gets it going. Could it be consistent on a game more consistent on game by game basis? Yeah. But it's been efficient enough for him to win two MVPs and two like in back to back seasons and win a defensive player in the year in the midst of that also. But Kyrie, but this is what but this but this is what I said in the previous episode with Kendrick and, and Kendrick, I want to piggyback off what you said. Ben Simmons, what I pointed out, what he pointed out was that he's so like I, when I was looking up his age, I'm like, he's 24. He's only what two years older than this. 
He's twenty. Much, he's twenty five, and and Gian, Giannis is twenty six. He's still young. He has too much potential. Like I feel like, like I understand he was massively disappointed in the playoffs. You can't you can't defend him and argue for him. I understand. That. I'm not gonna just say and defend him, but I feel like I think even at this point, even he understands like he can't go anywhere without at least. Well, we saw the Greek freak do it, but they obviously. I, the Greek freak is just more physically imposing. I think that's what separates them and that he had the confidence of one to take the shot. That's what Ben Simmons doesn't have. So, see, in my see, opinion, I see but, the Greek. But, Colin, Colin, when is he going to get the confidence, bro? He's no, been in the league well, since is, okay. well, I'm sorry. He, he missed the first year of his career. He, he missed the first year of his career with an injury. Okay. Still, he's been in the league for mad long. I mean, I mean, mad long, what, four years? Four years total. I mean, I guess that's man long. Um, and, he, but- <laughs> and, and, how many, and how many threes did he hit in the, in a span of four years? Oh wow, that's actually bad. Hold on, hold on. All right, okay, all right. I got some for you. Listen, you say that Giannis had what took you. This is what you said. Pre, you just you previously said this on here. You said that Giannis, when he was on, he was on a bad team, so he had obviously. If you on a bad team, you can do whatever. You have more. You, there's more leeway on a bad team than a solid team. Look at what Ben Simmons was with. First of all, you got Joel Embiid, and then you had he had people around him. That all was right, like, so we're talking. We're talking about Ben Simmons, who was number, who was the number one prospect in high school, and who was the number, who was projected to be the number one pick throughout his entire college career. Giannis was a project out of Greece that barely made the lottery in a weak draft, in a draft that had Anthony Bennett going first overall. There were two. They, they were projected to be two completely different players. Mm, that very weak draft. Um, After- yeah, ahead, but you're not, but you're not getting you're not getting my point though. You're not you're not you're not under, you, uh, see Where's your point? Uh, no, listen, listen. I'm, I'm, you, you not I'm a Ben Simmons fan. I love Ben Simmons. I want Ben Simmons to succeed at all levels, and I promise you that. But he hasn't shown the willingness to want to do so himself, and that's hurt his team. Giannis has shown the willingness to do so, and that's why I said he's MVP last year. He was MVP the year before, and he has the potential to win MVP again the next year and, and possibly years after that. Pretty solid. But, okay, Kendrick, so let me ask you this, Kendrick, since we did this in the previous episode before we continue. We came up with trade scenarios. If, hypothetically speaking, the Sixers were to pull the trigger to trade Ben Simmons, what type of trade do you see that we could get that would be at least we can't get equal value because his value isn't that very high, especially at his performance. What do you think we could have as at least a, con- you know, something we could at least work with uh, towards getting to the finals, like who, what, what uh, trade scenario would you think of? Okay, one, I disagree with trading Ben Simmons at all. Number two, the fact that you lowered his value is really saying a lot just because off of his age, yes, he hasn't shown that he can shoot the ball, but there's still a value in that. Like, people, not mm-hmm. everybody comes to the league and is a great jump shooter, or well, like that is true, that is true, and but- it's like, no, it's like. It's like, all right, like it takes time for people to develop jump shots. Like people, people who are so athletic, gifted and like tall and stuff that are used to like, you know, that get used to accustomed to driving and shooting within a certain range. It takes them a while to get comfortable outside. Like we come on, we've seen we've seen this through the NBA. We've seen players go from inside and start stretching out their game. Like we I can name players out the wazoo. So don't don't try and like be like, oh, it's lowering his value. He still has high value. There's still a high marking on him. Well, I mean. Okay, so all right, so since you since you're putting on the front that this Yeah, it seems like he cut out. Um 
I don't really know what he was trying to get out right there, but I, I guess I'll go ahead and counter. Um, so I'll take it. Are you a Sixers fan? Yes, 100%. All right, all right so cool. So I want to ask you this. What do you think about you guys turning down the, the Malcolm Brogdon trade? Uh, okay. I forget who was, who was all in that. It was, it was Malcolm Brogdon. I believe a pick for Ben Simmons. Um, who, but that doesn't really replace what position he, like that only brings it. Uh, so what are we doing? Like, are we just adding shooters for Joel Embiid? Are we just doing the same? He's not a thing? shooter. He's a point guard. What are you talking he's about? A, he's a well, point guard that, that cash. Well, he, He's, he's what? a point guard that does everything Ben can do just at a lesser level because he's shorter. He can exactly. shoot the ball way better than him. Exactly. Not even shoot. He can score way better than him. He plays defense maybe not as good as him, but it's just as good enough. Whoa, You're crazy. You're crazy. Whoa, Don't even. Whoa, it's playmaking. Whoa, just whoa, as well. Whoa, just whoa, as well. Playmaking, bro. Come on, bro. He's an all-star, bro. So don't even do that. Lodge, Lodge, my fault, my fault. I messed up. I had, I had a lapse. I had a quick lapse. I forgot. I, I was thinking of somebody else. Oof. But, um, all right. But honestly, I don't like. I don't see him as like the and like equal or like because it's like all right. What is the only thing he does better than him is score, bro. So you rather have a person that'll give you six points, twelve boards, and twelve assists than a dude that'll give you twenty two, eight dimes, probably ten. Matter of fact, no, I'm 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 I'm, I'm really downplaying it. About 22 points, 10 dimes, and like six boards, and he's still giving you a steal or two a game. A steal it? Okay. I mean, but you, you, you got to <laughs> like, look at so, it. I don't, I don't see what you're, what, you're, what you're losing by grabbing Malcolm Brogdon. I don't get it. What, you're, are you still holding on to the potential? No, you're so, losing. So, so go ahead. Go ahead. You're you're losing that that's that you're you're using your best premier defender. Like, come on now. You're using you, you come on, who you like you got him out there, he's gonna be guarding the best person. Like you going you want you want Malcolm Brogdon. Like, like you haven't seen like he hasn't been doing that on his team he's on now. So like again, you're not you don't know. Like you must not know, is, is what I'm like starting to understand. I, you don't. He's just something. bro, I'm telling you, watch it, watch him, please. You, you haven't. I'm telling it's you. Not that. Watch it's him. No, listen. You still got Matisse Thibault on its squad. You still got Embiid down low. You still got Danny Green on the wing. You ain't losing that much for. No, listen, wait, you're not losing. You're not. Look, listen, let me tell you something. You're not losing because you're, oh, you're losing because you're, you can't score, bro. Losing Matisse. him, I guarantee you, is not going to change that much, bro. I guarantee you. Well, I guarantee well, you. Well, Matisse, not really a scorer himself. So he's kind of a don't lot. matter. Now what? Oh, you put him in the game. It doesn't matter. That's saying the same thing for Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons can still pass. He does, all right, so he doesn't score that much, but he can do everything else. You're, you're talking you're, you're really you're you're talking about a number one pick to Matisse Thibel. It's a role player. He's supposed to come in and do his job, which he does, unlike Ben Simmons. And ben Simmons doesn't do his down. job. He doesn't do his job. No, he doesn't. Y'all lost. Y'all lost. Oh, my God. He didn't do his job. He didn't do his job. All right, so everyone who lost didn't do their job. LeBron didn't he didn't do his job, bro. He didn't do his job. Bro, like, about, he don't do his job. Six points, 12 boards, and, and, and 12 dimes ain't doing your job. I'm telling you right now, it's not. What do you mean? Yeah, you're done. Yo, I'm done. No, I'm not doing your job. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm I'm I have job, never bro. seen yo. I have never seen an all-star point guard. Job. I have never seen an all-star point guard score six points, 
12 boards and 12 dimes consistently yeah. and be praised and, 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 and say do his job. Play, at least like Jason Kidd gave you 15, 18 points. Wait, and gave you 12 boards and 12 dimes. But don't Jason you think don't Come you think that's unacceptable for uh, if he's a quote unquote co superstar of Joel? I mean, yes, yeah, he, he, he did get that's a double situation double. Y'all in right now. Wow. <laughs> he wow. did get a double double, Kendrick. But it's like you gotta look at it six points. He he passed over and open shots. You just can't do that if you're the co superstar for Joel. And then especially that you're the point guard. I'm listen to me. I think a lot of teams would love to have Ben Simmons. No question about that. Now, I just feel like that what's separating Ben from being that MVP level like Giannis is and Joel is, is just the jump shot. Now, we've seen the Greek freak take over the game with Fowdy. So I'm thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe we don't need to trade him because he can do it. Obviously, he's not the Greek freak's level. But you know what? If he can at least just attempt it, we can go somewhere. So what's, So honestly speaking, I don't want to trade Ben Simmons now that I've, I've realized his age and I'm finally seeing, like, the potential we got. But then it's like you, it, you're banking on him getting a jump shot, but you've seen a player dominate with Fonte. So it's real conflicting on who we right. hit as a player. Okay. okay. I'm a, another thing Another thing is, one, can we not, can we not disrespect double-doubles? Because, come on, we praise double-doubles, but then when, it doesn't have to, when it doesn't involve points, it doesn't have to oh. That's just. Listen, I, listen, I, I understand. I, I, wait, watch, wait, watch, wait, Kyrie. Listen, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, Yo, listen, why listen. Are you I understand. I, I, the man put a double double. Hold on, hold on, Lodge, Lodge, hold on, hold on, Lodge. Hold on, Lodge. I understand. I understand because I'm a stats guy. But it's cool when it's in a regular season and you're, and you're beating like the Kings and you're beating you're beating the Pelicans just the in the Cavaliers, the Pistons, right? Like but when you're in the when you're in the playoffs and you're playing a team that's hot. Coming out the gates hot like the Hawks, bro, is not gonna fly. That's that's all we're saying, or that's all I'm saying. And in the playoffs where legacies are defined, that's where your legacy people look back ten plus years and say, like, what? Like, who was this player? Who was he as a basketball? What did he do at the high level? Y'all gonna go back and and look back and say what? He passed over an open shot. He only didn't do his job exactly. Yeah, Trey Young went to the basket. Like y'all talking like man, I really wish I really wish Mark was here. Yo, all right, hold on. Let me say this though. Let me say this to the whole point of Colin. I'm a you. You keep saying this like uh, he can do what Giannis does. He cannot do what Giannis does just based off of one. Just I'm gonna just say because of one person on their team that he cannot do what Giannis does. Well, are they? Yes. So, are you saying? No, no, I'm a, no. I, hold on, I, I didn't say who it was. I didn't say who it was. The reason why Ben Simmons cannot do what Giannis does is okay. because Giannis does not have a Joel Embiid in the paint. Giannis well, is the Joel Embiid. Bro, of the Bucks. Yo, yo, listen. Wait. I do not want to hear that because that boy no, but still Joel Embiid loves to shoot. He still be on the three point line. So what are you Joel talking about? He takes two three. What are you game? talking about? Oh, that's right so much in four in four to eight bro, minutes. Two three. Yo, oh my God. See, this loves, is what I'm, yo, even, yo, even yo, he's not shooting even, spot yo. up jumpers. He loves to operate from the perimeter anyway. Oh my God, yo. Wait. Like you, you act like you, they don't know how to call plays real quick. Send him out on 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 a baseline right quick and let him work. It's you know it's so simple. And then you know what's crazy because you watch it every game you play because when OB and when MB don't play, that's when you see what happens. But for some reason, you act like that 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 can't happen with him on there. It's happened before. 
It's just the fact that they won't do it. They don't want to. It, 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 because you have Joel and B. It's like what? Bro, no, bro. I don't. Bro. So, so are you Listen, trying to think? Yo, 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 Colin, Colin. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If I'm telling you this right now, if Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis can work with just uh, Drew Holiday, I'm I'm pretty sure Ben Simmons and 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 B can work when Ben Simmons can facilitate. You so, just, like, you come just, on. You just named two. You just named a forward and a center versus a guard. Bro, they're both six ten. But Bro, they play so two you're telling me right teams. now, since Ben is in the center and in the paint, how come it, yo, are, you're really contradicting yourself right now. Look, ben, you really bro. are. Yep, you, 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 bro, you if you go back players. and watch the Pelicans games, bro, literally, you named the center. You know, but listen to what you named. You named the center and a forward to a point, a guard bro, and a center. Okay. And did you not? So, so you're telling me, bro, so you're telling me right now it's harder for, a, for two forwards down low with a, with a regular point guard to both go crazy? Then a guy that's 6'10 that can dribble, pass, defend, and all that, with a guy that can also score three levels as a center? Wait. It's, it's, it's harder than <laughs> Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins to, to be successful. Are you are you telling me that right now? If you are, I'm done talking. <laughs> Listen. Okay, then. All right, then. <laughs> Let no, God. You're I'm tripping, just, bro. You, wait, hold on. Lies, 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 lies. It's way easier for them to be successful looking at what them two seven-foot dudes did with a regular point guard, bro. So didn't have nowhere near as good as shooting as the six point guard. Yeah, I wait. Wait. Oh, yes, well now because Ben is done. Who's a regular point guard? Ben's done. Okay. Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> That's a regular point guard. Oh, I guarantee okay. you will have no more problems now. Now look, but you got the MVP and B right there. You get Malcolm Brogdon and B MVP, and you good. Now you happy. Wait, lies, lies, lies. I'm at the. I, I, I'm at the. Let you just cool down real quick. I want to let Kendrick say one last thing, and I want to get to one more topic before we wrap this up. Kendrick, go ahead. Say what you want to say. Listen, listen. I get, listen, I understand I understand what you mean by saying, like, oh, AD and Boogie did it and all this, and he can just go down low, but you saying Shit, low-key, Brian and well, LeBron's well, cheap, though, so my bad. Oops. Uh, hmm? so there's a problem again. I was going to well, say, Brian well, 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 AD, dude. LeBron, Bron, 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 come on. You're bro, yo, listen, Bron, Bron, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, Bron, Bron did that last year with AD, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, all three bigs. And guess what? He, Bro, he just got to shoot. That's it. And no. he can't, so goodbye. Yo, you, he, wait, he, he can't bro. shoot, so goodbye. He do everything Bron, Bron do but shoot. I'm going to tell y'all what the problem is. Y'all not seeing so Bron, we not seeing. You've been going through this for the past bro, four years. How, how we ain't seeing it? Lodge, Bron and Ben are point forward. So bro, they, 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 right, you name, right. everybody so again, that you're naming all have different play styles. Like you're not naming people with the same exact play style. Wait, but God, guys, guys. Guys, guys. We gotta let this. We gotta go on. No, 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 no. So Ben and LeBron aren't similar in play style, other than you didn't let me finish. I was getting cut off. I was getting cut off. I was getting cut off. I you didn't. I wasn't allowed to finish. All right, go ahead, Kendrick. I was in the middle of finish, trying to finish. All right, go ahead, Kendrick. Right, listen, everyone, you you kept naming. I didn't. I was saying that everyone you named besides Braun all have different play styles. All have different play styles comparing it to Ben Simmons. Like you saying, AD, D Boogie, and then Ben Simmons. They 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 Bro, not, the, but, same, they but, not but, the same type but, of play. They, but, they, they but have different my play point styles. is though, both of them can't dribble the way Ben Simmons does. So what? So what? So what? Most likely, what they're getting their. Points off of, of off of a pass or off a quick catch and do your work right quick. Ben has the ability to bring the ball up from one end of the court to the other and make it work. Why can't he make it work when two people that don't even bring the ball up and sticking the paint together in the same area and make it work? 
There's no excuse. So there's because my point. Of- no, there's no excuse, bro. And, and, yeah, and what your excuse is he can't shoot. No, there's no because he can't because he bro because okay. your excuse is he can't shoot. So then my you get rid of it. You, you don't even know what my excuse is. I I can't say my excuse if you continue. Okay, say the excuse. Listen, listen, Lodge. Don't say nothing else. This Kendrick gonna be the last thing he say. We gotta get on to the next topic. Go ahead, Kendrick. Listen, the whole difference is is how. I'm a, this is the true. This is really the real thing. The whole difference is is how the team is set up and how it's all brought up. First of all, if you look at all those teams, you look at how Bron with look at the Bron with AD, uh, Dwight and Javale. You see how that team was Dwight a, a, a prominent scorer? Was Javale a prominent scorer? Only other prominent scorer out there was AD. And then you look at the matter. Sixers. Their, their, their presence is still there, sitting in the paint. Where else is Dwight Howard? Grabbing offense a rebound. Grabbing offense. In the paint, in the way of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and they still made it work. Again, you're not making LeBron sense. is the point forward, just like Ben, and he's facilitating the ball to AD. And for the 76ers, Ben is facilitating the ball. We're going to edit off right here. You guys do this all the air. Off the air, okay. Let's yo, go on to the final. Yeah, oh we got we going on to the next topic. I'm 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 done talking. We're going on. Let's go to the final topic of the episode. All right, man. This was only supposed to be a short episode. This really went past. All right. Last 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 topic of uh the episode. So obviously the the Bucks, the NBA champions, the Giannis won uh finals MVP. Now I want he made some comments uh at the post game. It kind of drew a lot of noise and a lot of, you know, back and forth, which I feel like is going to happen again. So the Greek freak made some comments. He said he did it the hard way. He, did, he didn't join the super team, you know. Um, man, it looks like he did it again. But I think what he's getting, uh, what he was getting at was Giannis uh, post-game comments about uh, winning without a super team. And uh, do it the hard way, I guess, and not signing with another like stronger team in the offseason when he had the like opportunity the to. You, 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 uh, you cut out, Kyle, and I filled in for you. So I'm, I'm sorry, the gotcha. So let me just so uh, let me just put this out there, just bring it real quick. So, what do you guys feel towards the Greek freaks' comments about super teams? Do you guys feel as if he's talking down about super teams? Do you think he has a fair point? Do you consider the Bucks as a super team? I don't consider them as a super team compared to. Like Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday aren't superstars compared to like you look back to the Heat, D Wade and Bosch, or the Celtics and Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, like Steph Curry, Clay, you know, like the Bucks are a super team, right? So I want to swing this to Kyrie. Just what's your thoughts on the Greek feet? Super teams. What happened mm-hmm. like? The bu- the Bucks aren't a super team. No. The Bucks they're aren't not. A super they're team? Not. No, they're not. They're not a superstar. They're not a super Colin. team. Colin, Colin, Colin. You can't compare Super to Chris Middleton. To Colin, listen, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. He, he swung it to me. I'm, I'll just get this point out there real quick. Okay. They're not a super team because outside of acquiring Drew Holiday through that trade last year, they're a team that came together organically. Right. They traded. They traded for Chris Middleton, who was. They traded for Chris Middleton, who was drafted by the Pistons, but he was still a project at that point. Exactly. Yeah, drafted there. Brooke Lopez was, was drafted when he, his career seemed like it was damn near over. Like, this team came together, like, organically, and they didn't, like, go out and, 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 and spend crazy money on guys that are all-stars and all wanted to come together and play in one spot. That's the super team. This team t- okay. came together in a more organic fashion. So, I, I can't – and 
outside of Giannis, they don't have any like real like I don't consider like Drew Holiday like a superstar player. That's I what I'm saying. I, he's not like Chris Middleton. You know, he was an All Star, but superstar. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not superstar players. Like, oh. sure, they're they're going to play for Team USA and all, but right. they're going to be drained by the way. But that's because a lot of guys decline and a lot of guys are hurt. Mm, so they're 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 very very good all stars. Like Colin said, they're all stars. They're very very good all stars, but they're not superstars. And this team game, this team's not a this team's not a super team. No. I mean, so what do you always oh, so Kyrie? I want to keep it on you before I before I swing it to Kendrick. So what yeah. do you feel about his comments about super teams? Because a lot of people were thinking he pointed out the biggest flaw in the NBA super teams. Some people think super teams are damaging the NBA. There's no competition. It takes the enjoyment and fun out of it. What, like, just give me your thoughts in regards to super teams in that aspect. Oh, me personally, I hate I hate I hate super teams. I hate the the idea of like guys clicking up in the office, he's like, oh, let's all go play together here and stuff like that. No, I, I never liked that. I ain't like the KD move to the Warriors. I mm. ain't like him and Kyrie pairing up in, in, in Brooklyn and, and, and getting mm. all those guys. I don't like it. I mm. think it is bad for the league. And, and they at least they lost this season. I can't complain too much because they all lost this season, and that's what they get. I said this last – I feel like I, I think I said this last episode too, but I always respected guys like the, like the Dames right now, the Bradley Bills right now, the Giannis's right now, like you see. Back in the day, Tim Duncan, Kobe, Dirk, oh, Paul yeah. Pierce to an extent. Yes. Guys that stayed with their team that drafted them and, and brought home a championship. I, I always respected guys and teams that, that came together like that. All right. Okay. I love you. Ace. I mean, Kendrick, I want to swing it to you. So basically, you know – so I just want to ask you, coming off of Kyrie's, you know, statements of what he made, do you do you co-sign that? Do you agree with him? You know, and and also, what was your thoughts on toward the Greek freaks? You know, comments about super teams, and he did it the hard way and the right way. You know, some people even made comments that the Greek freaks championship is value wise surpasses all of Kevin Durant's rings, and to a certain extent, LeBron's. You know, and that's really debatable. There, just just give me your thoughts in regarding towards that. Oh man, okay. See, number one, I don't mm. actually I actually really don't respect the Bucks championship that they oh, won. My. Oh my. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because in that net series, I forget which game, but in that net series, when Kyrie the game, the game that Kyrie sprained his ankle, if you watch, Giannis undercuts him because Kyrie goes up for a layup, but he lands and he has nowhere to land. Giannis is in, in his landing spot. And I'm just saying that they call fouls and they get on people for who do that on the perimeter, but you can't do it on the interior. Come on now. That's a problem. That's that's that my issue and why I don't really consider the Bucks championship to be real because you, people ragged on the Warriors when Zaza Pachulis did to Kawhi Leonard because it was on the perimeter. But the same thing happened with Kyrie and Giannis, but nobody said none because it's in the interior. That's not fair. It Number wasn't a shocking test. Hmm? It wasn't a shark contest, was it? Wasn't it going for a rebound? But he didn't give him a space to land, though. Like where he was on a at, rebound, on a rebound. Bro, you you, you can't. You, so, you, so, so you didn't have a space to rebound. You can't have a space to land. Yo, on a rebound, bro. Space to land. You're in the air. So, going up for the ball. So he, so Giannis supposed to grab the ball and look down and make sure he don't land on nobody else and nobody don't land first on him. First of all, Oh my. Okay. Yo. What? Yo, am I, is, and can anybody else but him? Like, am I crazy or do, do I sound uh, right? Can can can, can what, I can I finish? Like, I want to know. Lies, 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 lies. Let Kendrick finish. It was his time. Let's get. I'm gonna get to you, lies. I'm gonna get to you. Go ahead, Kendrick. Finish it. First of all, one he. First of all, he didn't act. First of all, you're saying that he he's supposed to look down. First of all, he didn't jump. 
That's the thing. He didn't jump for the rebound because Kyrie was up in there and all Giannis, he slid over, but he slid over underneath them where he was in his landing spot. And you're saying, like I'm saying is you got to give people the place to land. If you don't give them a place to land, that's a foul. They, they, they say it on the jump shot. They should be done on the same side, the same thing in the interior. If you don't get someone who, who who's jumping up for a layup and not give them a space to land, that should be a foul just the same way. That's all I'm saying. And then so basically... The- so basically, if you want that to happen, then we call on fouls pretty much every play down the down the court, bro. Because that's just natural, bro. If the man is hawking the ball, first of all, Giannis, first of all, is probably tracking the ball, trying to time his jump. Kyrie jumps up in front of him and tries and gets the ball. He doesn't get his jump. First off. of all, it wasn't. Kyrie it lands wasn't, down. That's the thing. You don't even know what happened because you're saying things that aren't that bro, happened. He didn't play go, in the play. Right. Kyrie, Kyrie is in the rim. Giannis is on the left side. Linus slides over, but he slides over so far where he doesn't give Kyrie a space to land. Yes, you can go in for yes, but he if he wanted to box him out, if he really wanted to box him out, he would have got in front of him because that would have gave him space to land. But he did. He got in the, right next to him where his foot, where his landing zone was, and he felt and he fell right on him. Didn't give him space to land. That's what I'm saying. If you go look at it, you will see him rotate from the left, it right next to Kyrie in his landing spot and not in front of him. That's all right. I'm Wait, so let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to what I originally asked you. Yes, so. I was I was about to get back to that. Okay. And to his thing, honestly, what do you mean? Oh, his first of all, one, Giannis's championship does not outmatch LeBron's or KD's because one, any the two to one. Well, I mean KD's I can kind of agree with because you know he went to a team that had an MVP already. And one of these oh, top so it's wrong. So, so it's Dude. wrong for teams to recruit. And you, he went to a team. Oh, that, oh, oh. I mean, listen, he, though. Listen, it's real perspective. No, you listen. God, yo. Bro, see what but I'm saying? Like, like, don't, you went don't. to a team that won the championship already. Like, I, no, I don't. It's, listen to me. Like I said, he's a free agent. It's free game. It's his decision. He can do whatever the hell he wants. I'm not listening to me. But it's like, man, you just got to sit back and think. Like. You look at man, and they try to compare it to Bronze but you can't compare it to when Bron went to the Heat. The Heat okay. weren't even the playoff team, oh, right? Man. It was just in the lottery back in 08. Uh, they drafted Michael Beasley. How did that turn out? That ain't turned out very well. And then D Wade was hurt that same year. So not until the summer of 2010. So LeBron went to an East team that wasn't really that great. KD went to a team that had an MVP, a top three shooting guard. Who, they're both Hall of Famers. Like it's, it's and not, not, not to mention, just came off a seventy-three win season. Absolutely, that's oh my like, god. Okay, pre- listen, though, can you? All right, if y'all just go, no, I'm, I, it's cool. Like honestly, at the end of the day, I don't, I, I, I don't agree with what Giannis said. Uh, if people, if players want to recruit other players to their team so they can win, I don't see a problem with it because recruitment happens in all levels of sports. Well, what happened? What do you mean? What do you mean? They lost. The Warriors lost. That's, you're saying like you're saying competition. They needed, oh. they needed they needed more competition because they lost. Did they or did they not lose? Okay. It's a, it would be a whole different story if they would have won and he would have went. But did they win? No, but he won back to back finals though, and he had a game winning shot over Brian, which that is just skill on his part. But when you look at considering, like who he was surrounded with, I mean, like I said, listen, who he surrounded with when he. When he a went to the finals, go ahead, go ahead. When he was surrounded, when he went to the finals against Bron, yes, he had James Harden, Russell Westbrook. So he had he had a whole squad. And then you talking about you talking about Clay and Steph, Draymond? That's what you meant, not. Uh, oh, my fault for the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, my fault. For, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking back way back. But no, no. but um, yeah. So all right, so it's wrong for basically it's wrong for te- for other teams to want to recruit great players to win. Like, come on, bro. I mean, I don't. Like, I, you know, he's a free agent. Is wrong now. Man, you know, I'm. You know, he's a free agent. He could do whatever he wants. So that's he the one reason why I'm not. That's why I'm not going crazy on it because he was a free agent. He had a free choice. That was his decision. So I'm not going to go crazy on it. But I feel like Giannis says, yes, he did get there because a lot of injuries did happen. But it was still a tough, pretty finals match. Like it, it, both sides was knocking each other out with haymakers, you know, and the Bucks just had the stronger hand. So, you know, but I feel like Giannis's title is very worthy to a certain extent. Yes, injuries are going to, you know, hamper it a little bit. But I feel like he, he did what he had to to become the NBA champion. I mean, okay, but KD tried to do the same exact thing in his original place. Like, it didn't work out. Things don't work out where you started. It's okay for you to leave. That's the whole problem. You want you want everybody to be a Cobra. You want everybody to be a Dirk and a Whiskey. You want everybody to be that. They don't have to be. They, everybody has their own choice to leave if they want to leave and go to do something better. And be, and be on something better. And that's okay. And I feel like everyone needs to accept that. Because it's wrong for him to choose that as a free agent. But it's okay when an owner and a GM just trades away one of the key players. But that's okay and everyone overlooks it because it's a business. It's still a business decision when players choose where they want to go. Because if they if they want to go somewhere to win, why? what's wrong with winning? Like, who you have a problem with winning now? Well, no. Okay. All right. Like, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, people have problems with, with winning because they didn't do it the right way. The, the, the right way to win is just to win, to figure out the best way to win. If this is joining this team and helping these players out because they help you and you help them and y'all win together, you made the best decision for yourself because now you won. So I do not respect Giannis's opinion about super teams and about being – it depends on who you are. If you want to win, you figure out the best way to win no matter what. No, absolutely. Okay, you know what, Kyrie? I saw you un- unmuted yourself. Go ahead, go ahead, Kyrie. I'm gonna swing it to you, and I'm gonna swing it to Lodge. Lodge, you need uh, to get to you. No, I was not crazy. I just saw that he, he referenced my points to to guys being like Kobe, Dirk, and and all that. I'm not saying guys have to be that. I'm not saying guys only get my respect if 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 they're like that. All I'm saying is it it only broadens your legacy in my eyes. If if you if you take a route like that, even if you are traded to another team, maybe a team that that isn't like so good or whatever. Just to, to me, a player taking an organization on their back and, and showing that they're a true leader for that organization, taking that team to a championship from nothing or from from very little, like it just it just speaks more to me when it comes to winning championships and when it comes to team success. That's just my opinion. But I'm not saying you made any wrong points about KD's decision or anything like that. Like, yeah, he's he's a free agent. He had the opportunity to go anywhere he wanted to. Draymond and Steph was talking to him, and and they decided to make it work. And that, that's just how it went out. Just, just to me, like, just as a fan on the outside looking in, it was just a weak move to me. A weak yeah. sport move to me. That's all. Okay. Weak as hell. All right. I guess winning the win is a weak sport move. Okay. Weak. I'm sorry. Whoa, so, again, opinion. so. Wait, so, hold, so, on, hold on. on wait. So, again, so my point. So, so, let's say if you play in a sport, right, in the playoffs, I get y'all ass whooped by this lot of team. Y'all was up 3-1 on, right? Then your boy on the, other, on, on the team with you comes back next year on the other team that beat y'all 3-1, like that, that ended up y'all smoking the 3-1 lead on. So you're not going to tell me you feel some type of way about that or you just don't care? Bro, it, it's what's best for him. That's not what's best for me. What's all right, best cool. For anyway, that's all right, so that's the way he's going to do it. my question. So go ahead, Colin. Ask the question. I just, I just wanted to get that out. 
All right, listen. You don't, you don't like loyalty. That that's all. I, I get that one. But, loyalty, all right, go ahead. I don't like loyalty. Winning over, when I I take winning over loyalty, bro. Whoa! All right, okay. listen. Yeah, listen, you listen. a different bull. I know. Yeah, yeah, yo, let's go bull. up here. I'm glad you said that on air. Nah, nah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh-huh. I stand by all right, it. All right, listen. That's fine. Listen, we just gotta get to Claus. You the last one before we wrap this up. This episode went longer than usual. Live. So basically, in regards to the grief freeze comments. Just what's your thoughts about it? Europeans on super teams, is it something bad for the league? Is it something that enhances the competition overall? Just what's your thoughts overall about uh, Giannis' comments? I, I, I understand completely where he's coming from. Because at the end of the day, he's pretty much saying, like, there is no, like, you know, like, thoroughbred people. Like, there's just no people that, that that's willing to go through the work that people back then used to go through, like, for real, for real. So now mm-hmm. it's just... The, the the I guess new generation of ball now is kind of just being towards that I guess you can call it like super team or just real for real. It's real. I, I look at it as homie ball for real for real. You know, half the time is people with, with, with people with connections playing AOU back in the day or whatever, growing up together. Anyone up, you know, play 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 together as a, on the same team, I, which I understand. But like, there's just like when you're in, I don't know. For me, like when me with sports, I'm competitive so. Like with me and Reed, like I played we against Reed, play like, teams. We all play sports. against each other, so it's just like, yeah, I would love to play you, but like, bro, it, playing against you, your your buddy is, is just as much fun, bro. And and sometimes you gotta do that to win, and a lot of people don't are aren't able to do that for real, for real. Okay, I mean, that's what you're seeing now. It, it, it's not even just like about playing with buddies for real, for real. It's like. It's just I just want to get this out quick, real quick. To me, it's being it's like put your team on your back and being a leader. And guys like Kevin Durant or like I don't even want to just say him because we, we keep making him an example. I'm sure there's other guys out there that just pull stuff like that. It's just not coming to mind right now. Right. But when you look at guys like Melo that try to bring the Knicks from like irrelevancy to relevancy, he had a, he had a quick stretch. Until the teams became bad, he got slandered for it because he could have went somewhere else. You look at Dame right now in the situation that he's in. He's with the Blazers. He's stuck with the Blazers. He's been with the Blazers since 2012, since they drafted him. And he's sticking with him. And he's getting, he's getting slandered by a lot of people for it. But he's sticking by him. And just to me, just the type of sports fan I am, and just the type of competitor I am, I guess when it comes to sports, that's like that's that's just something I always stand by. That's just something I always like admire like, when it comes to an athlete or admire when it comes to like a, like a teammate or something like that. And that's yeah. respectable. I listen to me. I hear both. I Kendrick made some points that you can't just turn your, turn your head around. And just say, well, he's talking some BS because he makes a lot of logical points to the sense at the end of the day, winning is the most important thing an athlete should prioritize how you get there. Obviously you're going to get some looks and criticism depending on how you do it. But, the end result is if you're able to hold that trophy, you know, and whoever the player is, particularly for that team respectively, is able to hold that finals MVP, I guess it's worth it in the end. It's just a matter of perspective, in my opinion. And I look at both you guys' perspective, and I'm honestly like 50-50 on it. But like I said, I feel like, honestly, I, I'm still staying to, uh, to you, Kendrick. I'm going to say it's you. I, I think for the Bucks, they haven't won a title in 50 years. That itself is just that makes that title even more meaningful because who knows when the Bucks will ever win another title? Maybe it won't be what the Greek freak did win another title. It'll probably be another player they draft 20, 20 decades later. You know, you never know. So I I would say this is a pretty sweet finals in my opinion. So, but 
to wrap that up, that concludes episode 45 of the Restricted Zone podcast. Uh, this was originally planned uh, to be a short episode, but honestly, the debates, we're all passionate about sports, as you can see. We take this very seriously. We love sports. We love talking about it, whether it's basketball or football. And uh, we definitely appreciate you guys for following us on Instagram, uh, streaming us on Apple, Spotify, and other streaming platforms as well. You can also check us out in the link in the description. We're going to also put our Instagram name. So if you want to talk to us and uh, tell us and ask us what to cover and talk about on our podcast, you will try to listen and definitely uh, uh, get to that. Kendrick, big shout out to you. Thank you for coming on the episode. You brought such a feisty energy. I love it. I'm sure the people tuning in definitely love and appreciate you. You can also give out your social right now so they can follow you. That'll be inside of uh, the description as well. Go ahead, Kendrick. All right. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You know, I enjoyed my time. I would love to have this conversation off the air. Keep it going. Cause I got I got a couple more things to say, but let's know, do it off the air. Let's do it off the air. Bring it on. But you know, you could you can follow me on Instagram at Kendrick Wright too. Uh and then you can follow me at Twitter at underscore Kendrick Wright. And uh yeah, I'm just glad I was here to um, you know, make it a little lively, you know, give it a little give it a little spice to it. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We definitely can't wait to have you back on another episode. But that concludes episode 45 of the Shakers on Podcast. Big shout out to Lodge and Kyrie. Thanks a lot for you guys usually coming in. Unfortunately, uh, Chris and Mar weren't able to make it. Uh, a lot of stuff they got on, they got on the plate, but they will be back on the next episode. Have a great day, everyone. Stay safe and stay home.